Hey guys, and welcome to The One Up Project. We're simplifying all things finance and lifestyle in a relaxed environment. It's all just a bit of fun, so be sure to keep listening and let the content be a catalyst for your own self-improvement. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast, the first podcast I'm recording in 2021, two weeks in. Um, And the reason that it's been so long for me to get back into it is because I had a massive New Year's and I got pretty sick and I'm still recovering now, which is just so ridiculous. Um, So hopefully the voice doesn't really annoy you too much. I was sick of waiting for my immune system to get rid of it, so I'm just going to dive in. So this episode is going to be a year in review style episode, kind of reflecting on what I've achieved over the last year and what I want to achieve. And I'm really looking forward to listening back to this in December of 21 and just hopefully saying, ah, little Caesar, little did you know what was coming in the year 2021 for you. I really hope that so many things that are unexpected come along and that I can achieve all my goals and I can look back and just think, wow, what did you have to worry about? You did so well. So This, I guess, in a way is going to help keep me accountable because I'm publicly sharing what it is I'm intending on doing, my goals and my intentions. I like to have both. So I like to have goals that kind of represent what I want to achieve externally to my life and have they're a bit more measurable and then intentions, which are kind of more general wants um, that I will implement into my life. So what happened in 2020? I mean, (laughs) you kind of laugh saying that because what didn't happen in 2020 um just so much occurred but if we're talking personally for myself I started a podcast this podcast in January of 2020 so I launched my first episode on the 6th of January and I actually made the decision to start the podcast months before I launched my first episode so 2020 was awesome because I actually got to release the first episode of the podcast and get that underway I also started a new job my first corporate job straight out of uni um, a job that I was kind of led into through a scholarship um, and you can hear that story on if, if you want me to sort of go over that whole story around getting a scholarship and how that kind of led me into my job which I didn't necessarily love and then I left let me know um Because I have explained that story on heaps of other podcasts that I've been on, um, which you can find on my website. And then I also have an episode on why I chose to quit my job, which I think I kind of explain it in there. So maybe go and check out that episode. That is episode 51. So go and listen to that one if you want to hear about why I quit my job. But anyway, so I started a new job. That was all going well. Went into lockdown three weeks after starting that new job, which was definitely hectic and hindered the social side of starting um to work with new people but that's okay and then nine months later I quit that job so life was pretty constant in between that point I was just working and doing the podcast and that was all I was doing for that nine months um and then I had a few things happen in my personal life in between that which kind of added a bit of uh, excitement to the year as well so that was turning things upside down in that sense and I met heaps of new people through the podcast Um, And that kind of gave me the confidence to quit my job and take a risk and take a leap of faith because I wasn't enjoying accounting and I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do after that but I just thought fuck 
you know, working it out is better than sitting here and complaining, that's for sure. So left the job and took the pod full time essentially up until now. The last couple of months I have been working on the podcast full time, um, trying to structure a bit of monetization around it, looking to get sponsors to jump on board um, and run ads on the episodes and just try to build a bit more of a business and a brand around the One Up project itself. So up until now that's what I've been doing and I've just been doing some freelance contract work kind of writing social media stuff um pretty basic things and I am looking for a new job at this point so I really want to have a job separate to the one up project and build my own career separate to that as well because I'm not sure why I think it's just I need to kind of have that distraction on the side of the podcast because I find I've learned a lot over the last few months of working on it full time and one of the things I've learned is that Sometimes I get so in my head with it and if I don't have anything else to distract me it kind of kills my motivation and my inspiration a little bit and I don't feel like I am in love with what I'm doing as much as I was and I think when I was in my old job it was kind of easy to to love the one up project because I really didn't like the job that much so the one up project was just what made me happy and I still love it so much but I find when you don't have that other thing distracting you you put so much more pressure on yourself to do well um, for me in the podcast and if something didn't go right it was like the whole world was falling apart and I really felt like I was struggling and failing which was quite hard for me to deal with and I think I just thought after leaving my job I'd be able to slip into this kind of in air quotes self-employment running my own life gig really easily and I thought my self-discipline was way up there very high but what I've learned is it's actually not as high as I want it to be and I've got a lot to work on in terms of my own uh, yeah discipline and being able to push myself through those kind of mental barriers Um, and I, I guess working in another job gave me the ability to shield that fear and lack of discipline and lack of resilience that I had because I only had so much time um so yeah I guess that kind of describes what I'm keen to do now get into a new job have a bit more of a consistent income coming in and just continue the growth of the pod and keep working on it as much as I possibly can because I do love it and yeah it just gives me a lot of purpose it's something that I feel really strongly on it has allowed me to build a massive network of friends and just people that I can ask questions and know that they're going to give me a genuine answer and and that's really been um, a huge benefit to my growth personally and professionally as well so yeah networking was just something massive that came out of last year Um, so that kind of describes what I'm keen to do this year and I've actually got my goals and my intentions written down in a Canva template which I might just pull up okay So I've also made this template available on my website for free if you want to download it. It's super basic, but it just gives you kind of a bit of structure to put your goals into something. So I break my goals down into financial, personal, professional and fun, which I kind of got this idea off Felicia from the Fluorescence podcast. Um, She does that too. And I feel like she's quite a structured person. So um, she's got some good tips around goal setting and stuff in her episodes if you want to go and listen to those. 
Um, so I've broken mine down into some similar similar type styles. So I guess I'll tell you guys some of my goals. So one of my um, financial goals is to have $10,000 invested into the share market by the end of September. So I've currently got seven and a half, so I need two and a half grand more to be going in there by September 2021, which I think is absolutely 100% achievable. Um, I suppose at the moment not having a consistent income, that goal seems like a pretty big goal. But if I was to get a job, I'd say that would be easily achievable possibly before that. So I've, I've kept that goal there with the assumption that I will eventually be earning a more consistent income going forward into this year. Um, some professional goals I have in terms of the podcast, one of them is reach 100,000 downloads of the podcast by the end of 2021. 20, so I'm currently sitting on 40,000 podcasts um, and I want to be on 100,000 downloads. Oh, did I say 40,000 podcasts? 40,000 downloads and I want to be on 100,000, which I think is possible it probably just means um so like on from the skull I need to think what do I need to do to get there and one of the best tips someone told me around goal setting was always work backwards so if say you've got a goal to earn I want to earn an $80,000 salary doing contract writing um in 2021 you work backwards so how much do you need to charge how many pieces are you going to be doing per week um, and how many clients will you have requesting pieces and then how much will you charge for each piece so let's break it down so say you knew your capacity for writing was 80 pieces per month and each piece takes you an hour and you write on an hourly rate of $80 for example so you would go 80 pieces times $80 gives you $6,400 a month so that's your capacity for earning per month and if you times that by 12 that means yearly you'll be earning $76,800 so you need to make up the $3,200 somewhere um, so maybe that involves writing more pieces or whatever it is but at least now you know that you can reach that much per year um, and you're that much closer to realistically achieving that goal. So for me wanting to get 100,000 downloads that means I need 60,000 more than what I've currently got if I divide that by 12 that's 5,000 so I need 5,000 episode downloads every month um, I haven't quite gone further to work this out um, how many my average monthly downloads are but I would then work that out and if it's less than 5,000 I need to work out how I'm going to get up those downloads am I going to release more episodes or push more people to the podcast episodes or run some ads how am I going to do it and working backwards from there just makes it so much easier because you're breaking it down into a monthly goal and I always feel like people would tell me break your goals down into smaller chunks and I always thought yeah but how do you actually do that I don't get it so breaking it down from the top amount so say you want to save ten thousand dollars in a year so if you divide ten thousand by twelve that's eight hundred and thirty three dollars a month you need to be saving is that realistic for what you're getting paid can you put aside eight hundred and thirty three dollars every month to get you to a savings goal of ten grand by the end of the year and then I've got fun goals so fun goals are just ones that you would really like to achieve a bit more personal potentially um I haven't gone over my personal goals either but so, so I'll do the fun ones first so one of my fun ones is take the family out to dinner by the end of September 2021 so I want to be financially stable enough that I can afford to take my whole family out for dinner and pay for it at a nice restaurant I'm not just buying the Maccas it's something I've always wanted to do and it's something I definitely could have achieved before had I've prioritized 
that money for that but I just never did and so that's something I really would like to do for my family it's a very small gesture um, but it's something that I've always wanted to do and I want to achieve by September 21 so putting aside that money for that is going to be a priority for me and then the personal goals so this is obviously more you know if you want to read books if you want to work on your confidence how are you going to do that those sorts of goals um one of mine here is record one thing you are grateful for every day for the rest of 2021 Luke does this really well Luke Kimmies who's been on many podcasts of mine you probably know him um he I think he does three things he's grateful for every day potentially but he reckons it's changed his life he's always said that and I don't know why I never did it. I'm just lazy and it's really not hard. He sets an alarm and then does it every time the alarm goes off. So I've done the same thing. I've since, I think I've been doing it for five days now. I set an alarm at 9 p.m. and I spend 20 seconds writing down something from the day that I'm grateful for. And you don't overthink it. You don't need to be creative. You just need to think about one thing in the day you're grateful for. I think the other day I wrote down that I was really grateful for my limbs because I did some gardening and I was just grateful that I had... Um, good joints and good bones and I could move my legs and you know I have legs and that kind of thing Um, you don't need to overthink it it can just be something super basic Um, and so I've been doing that and really enjoying it and it's so easy it literally takes 20 seconds out of your day and it's kind of just a little bit of time where you can reflect which I feel you don't often do in your day like you won't just often sit there and think back on the day and how was it so this is a really good opportunity to do that and I think just something that will help you in the future to kind of be actively grateful for things and hopefully it changes my life as much as Luke reckons it's changed his Um, and then I've also got intentions so I've got my 2021 intentions these are more general kind of airy fairy things I've written down that I really want to act on So a couple examples I've got written here are respect your health. So I eat a lot of chocolate and I don't give a fuck about it. And I'm just low-key scared I'm going to have diabetes. So I really want to control that a bit more and just respect my health. You know, my body is a temple. I need to treat it as such. And then another one I've got is be more present. Enjoy the moment. Now that is so cliche, but I've got a real issue and honestly it's actually something that I just don't know how to control I've got a really big issue with always thinking about the end of things like I can't just be present in the moment I'll constantly be thinking about the thing ending and then me being sad about the thing ending so say for example when I went away to um, Rhythm and Vines for New Year's all I'm thinking about when it's all fun at 10 p.m. and it's it's early in the night and everyone's having a good time. All I can think about is the end of the night and having to go home and being gutted that it's the end of the night because, yeah, I don't know, I've just got this weird thing. Or like I'll think about going home and everyone leaving and not being with my friends anymore and I'll be sad about that in the moment of something happening. And so it just ruins the moment because I'm thinking about the end of it and it's I, I just don't think that's a healthy way to live life and I really want to work on being more present enjoying the moment being in the moment and just not thinking forward too much because like I said it just ruins memories which I really don't like and then what are some other ones I've got be less distracted so my attention span has 
significantly decreased due to TikTok, I reckon. Like, if I'm not entertained within the first 15 seconds of someone talking to me or me doing something, I literally zone out. Like, I just can't deal with it. I need to be entertained all the time. And it's TikTok's fault. And I'm going to have to delete TikTok, but I really don't want to. So I'm really gutted about that. But I'm probably going to have to get rid of it for a little bit of time so that I can actually work on my attention span. And then I've also got show up in your local community. So I really want to start giving back, I suppose, in one way or another. Being active in my local community, helping out in different ways and just being a bit more charitable and offering my time and what skills I may have to people that need it. I just always get so much joy and satisfaction out of doing that personally. Um, and I would just want to do it for, I love like community and I, I love, I'm very patriotic. I love New Zealand. I, I, I'm big on that kind of thing. So I really want to help out my local community and strengthen it as much as I can. So that's something I really want to do and work out how I can do that this year. So those are some of my goals and some of my intentions. Like I said, download the super basic template on my website if you want to give that a go yourself and let me know what your goals are. If you want to stay accountable, even just send me a message and be like, Sarah, these are my 10 goals for 2021 and I'm going to come back at the end of the year and see if I've achieved them and you know you've told me so you've got to stay accountable to them now. I want to go over some of the lessons I learned in 2020. So I think it was New Year's Eve where I was getting ready with my friends to start drinking and I was like I need to post my 20 lessons of 2020 on the One Up Project so I'm just sitting there uploading all of these lessons um, and I wanted to look back on some of them and explain them a little bit further some of the interesting ones so yeah I did 20 lessons for 2020 um, and just heaps of things that came to my head straight away that I learned throughout the year so maybe we'll quickly run over some of them one just do what you want no one cares after a while and usually you want to do it because you know it will be a success so I feel like this applied to me with the podcast like I, I was second guessing it because I thought people would judge me blah blah classic story I feel like that's just so outdated that mindset in my head now because I just think look life's short if you're really going to give a fuck about what meaningless people think about something you care about then you obviously don't care about it enough to do it because if you really wanted to do it and give it a shot you would just go for it that's how I see it in my head so that's what I mean by just do what you want and people Maybe they will care at the start. Maybe they'll be like, oh, that's interesting. That's weird. Maybe they will comment on it. But after a while, they won't. They'll stop giving a shit. And if they enjoy it, they'll stick around. And if they don't, they won't. And even better. So just do it. Because after a few months, no one's going to give a fuck anyway. Number two, I wrote, don't give a flying F about failure. You will fail through a lot of things. But statistically, the more you fail, the closer you are than anyone else to the jackpot. So I just think about this in a practical sense, kind of in a math way, you know, the more you try something, the more likely you are to succeed at it, right? I guess, you know, the more you practice, the more likely you are to get better. So just don't care about failing because if you want to do it, you're going to keep going and you're going to achieve. I think for this one, I was find I was talking about finding your dream job or dream career or whatever, because I've got to think about that. So I'm always scared to take on new jobs in case I don't like it I feel now because I did take on a job I didn't like but what I'm saying here is don't care about that being a failure because there's going to be lots of ups and downs 
and there's going to be lots of downs but statistically the more things you try the closer you are to the thing that you enjoy um, and you're not going to just hit the jackpot straight away you need to remember that you need to take the pressure off yourself because it's just not going to happen it's so unrealistic number three I've written risk is a necessary is necessary in every aspect of your life if you're not willing to take risks you may as well give up on the idea of achieving anything and to be honest this sounds harsh but I actually fully agree with myself here because everything's a risk walking across the street is a risk driving is a risk everything is a risk in life and if you go if you want to get anywhere near your dream scenario of life you need to take a risk you need to take a plunge you need to take a leap of faith it's just a part of it so you may as well start getting used to it now I mean for God's sake having a child is a huge risk to a woman's health specifically and people do that all the time to get the kid so why don't people do that in their career as well now I've got this next one um, which says people will judge some will even tell you straight to your face but the sooner you move on the sooner you can get on with your life now I still have a problem with people not liking me it's just everyone does who wants people to dislike them you naturally want people to like you and I had people over the time of starting the One Up Project that didn't agree with the way I was doing things, didn't like the way I spoke about money, didn't like, you know, they didn't like what I was doing and they had a problem with it. And some of those complaints were valid and I changed things because of it. And some of them weren't. And I think what I'm saying here is that people will judge, they will talk about you behind your back and they'll talk about you in front of your face. But at the end of the day, the sooner you can just take those sort of comments on the chin and move on, the sooner you can actually get on with what you are doing in the first place. And there have been, I've been rejected by guests I reach out to, well not guests, you know, potential guests, people I wanted to bring on the podcast and there have been rejections and people who I feel like didn't want to come on and then I, I felt in my head that they actually just didn't like me and I didn't know if that was in my head or that was actually reality. But I think... I just need to tell myself that the sooner I get over that, the sooner actually I can actually get on with creating a great podcast with other people who want to come on and want to share their value. So I need to stop dwelling on people who actually don't matter and don't really know what I'm doing and didn't take the time to understand what I'm trying to achieve anyway. This next one I've written, be honest always. Honesty is my biggest value and I can tell you that it will always pay dividends to be honest from the start. Oh my God. Honesty is my number one value. I've never moved from this and I would like to say that throughout my entire life I have always been extremely honest with not only other people but myself as well. Um, I'm pretty, not harsh on myself, but I'm pretty honest with myself. Like with my job, I knew at the end of the day, I could convince myself of good opportunity here, good learning opportunity there, but I just didn't like it. And regardless of trying to be this person that I wanted to be, at the end of the day, I knew I didn't like it. So it didn't matter what kind of once in a lifetime graduate opportunity I was giving up. I wasn't enjoying it. And that's fine to admit that to yourself and to move on. You, you shouldn't have loyalties to jobs or people. You should just have loyalty, well, no, you shouldn't just have loyalty to yourself, but when it comes to your own happiness, if you're not hurting anyone in the process, you just feel like you're disappointing people, you know, think about it realistically, are you, or is that just in your head? Have loyalties to yourself and your own happiness, and actually think, am I doing this to please other people, 
or do I actually want this? Because I think you'll find when you really ask yourself those hard questions, you will be honest with yourself. And if you don't want to answer them, then that is your answer right there. And always be honest with other people. Like if you've done something, if you fucked up, if you know something that you feel like you should tell someone, just be honest because it always pays to be so much more honest from the start. Like it just, it always does. People will respect you so much more than if you wait ages to tell someone and and shit gets worse, you know. Don't waste yours and other people's time by staying in situations that aren't right for you. If a situation came to your head when I said that, you have got an answer about something in your life that isn't right. And I'm going to leave it at that. This next one is so like basic bitch, but you quite literally could have died this year. Unfortunately, many people have, and that is a huge tragedy. But I've said to use it as perspective to the life is short cliche. Um, I genuinely feel like I've learned the definition of grateful in in 2020. I learned the definition of grateful. I've never been more happy to live in New Zealand. It's such a blessing and a privilege to live here. And I've also just never been so grateful for having the family and support system around me that I do. Um, because I've heard many stories in the last year from guests or people around me about sad family and friends and relationship situations. And it just breaks my heart. And I feel grateful every day that I have, at the very least, a very strong um, foundation of people around me. Prioritize purchases to make you happy. So I feel like I need to explain this one a bit more because I didn't really. So I didn't mean like prioritize purchases above all else that make you happy. I meant with your spending money, prioritize the things that do make you happy. So, you know, people always say, well, if you want to make millions of dollars, if you want to be wealthy, you need to give up takeaway coffees, which is absolutely bullshit. You can budget anything into your life, in my opinion. You can budget anything into your life. If you really like takeaway coffees, you don't need to give up takeaway coffees. Just budget them in. I said that I get my nails done every three to four weeks, which is like a $60 expense. But that is worth it for my confidence, to be honest, and just feeling like clean and put together. Like I really enjoy having my nails done. So that's something I factor into my budget and my lifestyle. Give second chances, but don't get hung up on thirds and fourths. Going to leave it at that. Everyone has a story and it's usually incredibly interesting. Never judge a book by its cover and always be willing to listen without the thought of responding first. Wow, I have heard the most insane, amazing life stories from who you would normally describe as your everyday Joe. People who you think have this great, maybe middle class life, but actually they moved freaking mountains to get to that middle class life and they are just insanely resilient, strong, um, going into a lifetime of wealth and set up financial stability and happiness and satisfaction and all of those things that people dream of and they've done it all with like 30 million barriers in front of them. So I just really think it's so important to hear everyone out and know that everyone's got a story and everyone's been through shit And to just listen to people because you'll probably learn something really valuable. Okay, if you're in KiwiSaver, 
listen to my podcast on it and change it before you miss out on money you could be earning. If you're on KiwiSaver and if you're in KiwiSaver, sorry, and you don't actively know what's going on with it, you don't know your fund type, your contribution rate, your provider, please listen to my episodes on KiwiSaver and change it because you'll be missing out on growth that will really help you in your retirement. Mental health comes before everything, absolutely. Doing what is best for you doesn't make you selfish. 2021 is the year of being selfish, people. And the question isn't, is this the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do? The question is, am I hurting anyone? So this is my personal thing. Am I hurting anyone? At the end of the day, am I hurting anyone by quitting my job? No. Maybe some people might have been gutted because they needed me to do work on the Monday. But in the long run, am I really hurting anyone? No. So doing what is best for you doesn't make you selfish. If you're doing something intentionally that is manipulative and you're hurting someone's confidence, no, that's not the right thing to do. If you need to leave a relationship that's shit and you're hurting someone, yes you are. Actually, you're probably going to hurt them more by faking enjoying their company and being in a relationship with them. So at the end of the day, are you really hurting them or are you actually just speeding up their life and like not wasting their time as much as you would have been, you know? So you've got to think, doing what is best for you just do- it doesn't make you selfish. You are in control of your social media. If I hear one more person on social media talk about how the influencers need to be responsible for them posting productive stuff and other people feeling bad for it I'm literally I don't know what I'm going to do but I'm going to get angry about it because it is not an influencer's responsibility to censor their content because you feel guilty that you're not working out or that you're not cleaning your house or that you're not being productive or that you're not doing this or you're not doing that that is not anyone's responsibility but your own I'm sorry I've got to say it so you are in total control of your social media if you're looking at people who make you feel shit about your life why are you looking at their stuff I know it's tempting and you're curious and you know you want to know all the ins and outs of what's going on but at the end of the day you are hurting yourself so if you follow a bunch of people who just really lower your confidence and make you feel bad about yourself please take ownership and unfollow them otherwise don't complain that social media is a terrible toxic environment when you're literally creating that environment for yourself design your social media to be a space that motivates you to live your own life rather than be consumed by other people's and that's I'm gonna leave it there (laughs) sometimes you really want people to like care and respect you and sometimes people just don't one person doesn't define your worth don't let it hinder what you're doing so true you know sometimes you really want to impress someone whether it's like a guy or a girl that you're interested in or a boss or whoever it is sometimes there are people who you really want to impress and you want them to like you and give a shit about you and sometimes they just don't and that does not define your worth or who you are at all don't let it consume you it's so hard but don't let it consume you you've built up the idea of that person's value and importance in your head. Stop putting them on a pedestal if they don't value you as well. Get into investing right the second or next year. So 
please get into investing. It will really help you grow wealth in the long term. You will not grow wealth by just saving your money. You need KiwiSaver, you need investing, I think, personally, in my opinion. And there will be disclaimers because I know people will come at me for saying that. Personally, I feel like you should be investing, you should have KiwiSaver, you should also be saving. I know that's a lot to do, but it doesn't mean that's all your money gone. You know, if we're following the barefoot method, he puts percentages. 60% daily expenses, 10% splurge, 10% um, long-term splurge, 20% fire extinguisher, which is like an emergency account. And then you've got your investments and that kind of thing. So try and find a process that works for you. Start building your network today. I'm telling you, meeting people and building relationships is one of the biggest skills you can learn. Selling yourself is important and it's not self-absorbed at all. If you think it is, you'll never understand why it's such a hack. So true, networking is key. And networking doesn't mean that, you know, you have to go to these events and sit and have a glass of wine that you hate and talk to people and you're really nervous and you get anxiety and it's all overwhelming. That doesn't need to be networking. Networking can be going to events. It can just be putting yourself out there in a social situation when you wouldn't normally, when you go out even, just chatting to someone who you wouldn't normally chat to, you know, start building a network and talking to people and being interested in their stories and knowing your value and sharing that with others. Because the more you can do that, the more people you'll meet, the more opportunities that will present themselves to you and um, the faster you'll probably achieve the things that you want. Being on LinkedIn and talking about your life isn't self-absorbed. And the people who think it is self-absorbed and stupid are the ones that aren't even doing anything with their life anyway, to be honest. I mean, if you've got time to sit around and judge other people consistently, then you really must not have much going on in your own life. Like, that is just the simple fact. And that's why people who judge like that never faze me. Like, it just doesn't affect me. Because while I'm making some kind of move, attempt or effort to improve my own life, you're trying to tear me down for it. And that just shows that I'm miles ahead of your thinking anyway. And we're just not on the same wavelength. So why am I even entertaining their thoughts and their opinions, you know? So the next one is give yourself, and this is the last one, give yourself a fucking break. It's okay not to have all the answers to life's biggest questions. Work it out in 2021. (laughs) Now, time to get pissed in the field. Have an amazing New Year's. Oh, wow good times um but yeah give yourself a break I mean honestly we're all trying our hardest at the end of the day and if you're not trying your hardest and you still feel shit figure out what it is stopping you what's the procrastination from is it your fear of failure um do you feel like you can't handle what it is you want to take on you know what does it work out why you don't feel like you're making any progress But if you are and you're just putting on so much pressure on yourself, give yourself a break because I promise you're doing a great job and there's no time limit on milestones. There's no ideal age to do all of that shit. You can achieve things in any time frame you want and the possibilities of how you can do that are quite literally endless and it's resources like this, Learn My Lesson podcast, Alan Ave, Driven Young podcast um, that really help people to find their value and share just the local person's value with others and it's so important to kind of create these communities and these spaces where 
we share each other's experiences, learn from them because there's no point reinventing the wheel when someone's done it a thousand times and can just give you the answer, you know. So that's what these resources are really important for and and I hope that me going over some of those lessons can help you go into 2021 with a bit more of an optimistic outlook or at least a bit more guided on how you want to approach the year and maybe what you want to achieve. So from here for me, what I'm going to be doing is working on the growth of the podcast, trying to find a job doing something that I actually enjoy, gives me a bit of purpose and yeah, just continue to be active on here. Like I, I love podcasting. I love doing this. It's something that does make me really happy and one of my favorite things is messaging you guys all the time I spend a lot of time on Instagram and that's why I'm so big on making it a space that is motivating because I'm on social media a lot Um, and I want it to be a space where I feel supported motivated and when I get off I don't feel like I'm in this slump because there's just nothing worse than that feeling and it's so hard to get out of I think it's probably important for me to touch on the fact that this year so far even though I sound super motivated in this episode that's kind of my discipline pulling me through at the moment I have been really struggling to get back into the year I still don't feel a hundred percent obviously I've been sick but mentally I don't feel a hundred percent ever since leaving my job although it was the right decision and I don't regret it I have really struggled having more time and it's just led me to overthinking a whole lot more I feel like in a lot of aspects I'm not doing as well as I should be in air quotes and I kind of just feel this low level of disappointment in myself consistently um, which sucks because I don't think that's really an accurate reflection of the things I've been doing but that's just in myself how I feel and that's why I think I need to try and get another job because it just takes me away from those sort of emotions and then when I come back to do the podcast I'm focused heads in the game and know what I'm doing and I'm excited and I'm getting into it so this year I'm going to try and do things that actually excite me I've got some really cool collaborations coming up an announcement oh, when this goes live the announcement will be coming very soon within the next couple of days so look out for that I really just want to add a lot of structure to my life I think that's something I've learned about myself as well is that I thrive off structure like I just want to go to the gym in the morning start my work day come home work on the one-up project have dinner read a book go to sleep do it all again like that would just be my perfect day to be honest um and striving for that genuine happiness if you listen to my episode with Finn on the Alan Av podcast you'll know he asked me what my why is I think the question was and I just said achieving genuine happiness it's something I've always wanted and strived for and I have a little like fear that I'll never get there um because I'm just never satisfied I suppose like I suppose satisfaction is actually what I'm striving for is just the ability to on a weekend be hanging out with my friends and just be like oh I'm looking forward to getting into next week and I'm satisfied with where I'm at right now um but then I also think that's kind of a mental shift where I need to understand that you need to, like Gary V always goes on about, you need to enjoy the journey. You need to enjoy the process and the journey and actually take advantage of this growth stage rather than just wanting the next thing and being really impatient and not satisfied with where you are right now. And I think that ties into one of my other intentions, which is living in the present moment and stop thinking of the end result. I really just want to start living every day and enjoying the day for what it is and trying to make that one day the best it possibly can be and improving myself in increments 
each morning, each afternoon, um, and just doing that every day. Thank you so much for listening to these podcasts, guys. Happy one year to the One Up Project. And I just really appreciate, I say this way too often, it's getting boring, but really, really appreciate any reviews or ratings you leave, any messages, words of support, um, suggestions, comments, feedback, anything. And honestly, I'm really open to uh, constructive criticism. If you've got any, please feel free to message me. Um, I want to know how I can make it better and hopefully that's something I'll be able to do going forward into this year. God knows where I will be and what I will be doing in December of 2021 and I can't wait to listen back to this and hopefully things have changed quite a lot um, and things have developed. So that's the exciting thing about the future, you don't know what it holds and you do have control over what you do now in the present moment Uh, and I'm really excited for all of us to just attack the year and make something of it and hopefully it's a bit better, um, a bit more consistent than the previous year. So congratulations to all of you for getting through 2020, thank you for listening to this episode. Um, you guys are literally the best. I just can't say it anymore. Um, I really appreciate it. Look out for all the things to come and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. See you later. Disclaimer time. So the One Up Project is an educational platform providing information that is general in nature and has no intention of being financial advice. There may be opinions or an individual's experience within this resource that should not be considered as recommendations or personal advice. Everyone's financial situation is so different and you must use the information provided within the podcast at your own risk. Please complete your own due diligence before making any financial decisions based on the information within this resource. I'm not a qualified, registered or authorised financial advisor and if you require legal, financial or other expert advice, you should seek assistance from a professional advisor. Thanks guys. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I really hope you were able to take something valuable away. Um, Be sure to subscribe and keep up with the socials for further episodes at The One Up Project, and I'll catch you on the next one.